Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read you the Bible all the way through every year based on the rhythm of the weekly Torah portions. My name is Johanna and I'm your reader today. Today is Thursday, the 27th of October, and it is the 2nd of Cheshvan on the Hebrew calendar. This week, our parasha, or our portion from the Torah, is called Noach, or Noah. Today's reading from the Torah will be Genesis 9, 8 through 17. Before we get into our readings, let's take a moment to bless God and thank Him for His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his son Yeshua the Messiah our master God spoke to Noah and to his sons with him saying as for me behold I establish my covenant with you and with your seed after you and with every living creature that is with you the birds, the livestock, and every animal of the earth with you, of all that go out of the ark, even every animal of the earth. I will establish my covenant with you. All flesh shall never again be cut off by the waters of the flood. There will never again be a flood to destroy the earth. God said, This is the token of the covenant, which I make between me and you and every living creature that is with you for perpetual generations. I set my rainbow in the cloud, and it will be a sign of a covenant between me and the earth. When I bring a cloud over the earth, that the rainbow will be seen in the cloud, and I will remember my covenant, which is between me and you and every living creature of all flesh, and the waters will no more become a flood to destroy all flesh. The rainbow will be in the cloud, and I will look at it and remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all flesh that is on the earth. God said to Noah, This is the token of the covenant which I have established between me and all flesh that is on the earth. That was Genesis 9, 8 through 17. Our portion today from the prophets is Joshua 13. Now Yehoshua was old and well advanced in years. And the Lord said to him, You are old and advanced in years, and there remains yet very much land to be possessed. This is the land that still remains all the regions of the Philistines, and all the Geshurites, from the Shichol, which is before Egypt, even to the border of Ekon, northward, which is counted as Canaanite. The five lords of the Philistines, the Gazite, the Ashdodite, the Ashkelonite, the Gittite, the Ekronite, and the Avite, on the south, all the land of the Canaanites, and Me'ara that belongs to the Sidonians, to Afek, 
to the border of the Ammonites and the land of the Gebelites and all Lebanon, toward the sunrise from Baal Gad under Mount Hermon to the entrance of Hamat. All the inhabitants of the hill country, from Lebanon to Misrafotmaim, even all the Sidonians. I will drive them out from before the sons of Israel. Just allocate it to Israel for an inheritance, as I have commanded you. Now therefore, divide this land for an inheritance to the nine tribe, tribes and the half-tribe of Menasheh. With him the Reubenites and the Gadites received their inheritance, which Moshe gave them beyond the Yarden eastward, even as Moshe, the servant of the Lord, gave them from Aroel, that is on the edge of the valley of the Arnon, and the city that is in the middle of the valley, and all the plain of Medeba to Divon, and all the cities of Sichon, king of the Amorites, who reigned in Cheshbon, to the border of the children of Ammon, and Gilad, and the border of the Geshurites, and Maakatites, and all Mount Hermon, and all Bashan to Saleka, all the kingdoms of Og in Bashan, who reigned in Ashtarot, and in Edrei, who was left of the remnant of the Rephaim. For Moshe attacked these and drove them out. Nevertheless, the sons of Israel did not drive out the Geshurites nor the Maakatites, but Geshur and Maakat live within Israel to this day. Only he gave no inheritance to the tribe of Levi. The offerings of the Lord, the God of Israel, made by fire, are his inheritance, as he spoke to him. Moshe gave to the tribe of the children of Reuven, according to their families. Their border was from Aruel, that is on the edge of the valley of the Arnon, and the city that is in the middle of the valley, and all the plain by Medeba, Cheshbon, and all its cities that are in the plain, Dibon, Bamot Baal, Bet Baal Meon, Yachatz, Kedemot, Mefaat, Kiryatayim, Sibma, Zeret Shachar, in the Mount of the Valley, Bet Peor, the slopes of Pisgah, Bet Yeshimot, all the cities of the plain, and all the kingdom of Sichon, king of the Amorites, who reigned in Cheshbon, whom Moshe struck with the chiefs of Midian, Evi, Rechem, Tzul, Chul, and Reva, the princes of Sichon, who lived in the land. The sons of Israel also killed Bilam, the son of Beor, the soothsayer, with a sword, among the rest of their slain. The border of the children of Reuven was the bank of the Yarden. This was the inheritance of the children of Reuven according to their families, the cities, and its villages. Moshe gave to the tribe of God, to the children of God, according to their families. Their border was Yatzel, and all the cities of Gilad, and half the land of the children of Ammon, to Aruer that is near Rabbah. And from Cheshbon to Ramat Mitzbeh, and Betonim, and from Achanaim to the border of Devil, and in the valley Bet Haram, Bet Nimra, Sukkot, and Tzafon. 
the rest of the kingdom of Sihon, king of Heshbon, the Jordan's bank, to the uttermost part of the Sea of Kineret, beyond the Yarden eastward. This is the inheritance of the children of God, according to their families, the cities and its villages. Moshe gave an inheritance to the half-tribe of Menashe. It was for the half-tribe of the children of Menashe, according to their families. Their border was from Machanaim, all Bashan, all the kingdom of Og, king of Bashan, and all the villages of Ya'il, which are in Bashan, sixty villages. Half Gilad, Ashtarot, and Edrei, the cities of the kingdom of Og in Bashan, were for the children of Machil, the son of Menashe, even for the half of the children of Machil, according to their families. These are the inheritances which Moshe distributed in the plains of Moab, beyond the Yarden at Yericho eastward. But Moshe gave no inheritance to the tribe of Levi. The Lord, the God of Israel, is their inheritance as he spoke to them. That was Joshua chapter 13. Today's portion from the writings is Psalm 11 and 12. For the chief musician by David, in the Lord I take refuge. How can you say to my soul, flee as a bird to your mountain? For behold, the wicked bend their bows. They set their arrows on the strings that they may shoot in darkness at the upright in heart. In the foundation, If the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? The Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord is on his throne in heaven. His eyes observe, his eyes examine the children of men. The Lord examines the righteous, but his soul hates the wicked, and him who loves violence. On the wicked he will rain blazing coals, fire, sulfur, and scorching wind shall be the portion of their cup. For the Lord is righteous, he loves righteousness. The upright shall see his face. For the chief musician, upon an eight-stringed lyre, a psalm of David. Help, Lord, for the godly man seizes, for the faithful fail from among the children of men. Everyone lies to his neighbor. They speak with flattering lips and with a double heart. May the Lord cut off all flattering lips and the tongue that boasts who have said, With our tongue we will prevail. Our lips are our own. Who is master over us? Because of the oppression of the weak, and because of the groaning of the needy, I will now arise, says the Lord. I will set him in safety from those who malign him. The words of the Lord are pure words, as silver refined in a clay furnace, purified seven times. You, Lord, will keep them. You will preserve them from this generation forever. The wicked walk on every side when what is vile is exalted among the sons of men. That was Psalm 11 and 12. And now from the Apostles, we'll read Matthew 9. 
he entered into a boat and crossed over and came into his own city. And behold, they brought to him a man who was paralyzed, lying on a bed. And Yeshua, seeing their faith, said to the paralytic, Son, cheer up, your sins are forgiven you. And behold, some of the Torah teachers said to themselves, This man blasphemes. But Yeshua, knowing their thoughts, said, Why do you think evil in your hearts? For which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven, or to say, Get up and walk? But that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. Then he said to the paralytic, Get up and take up your mat and go to your house. Then he arose and departed to his house. But when the multitude saw it, they marveled and glorified God, who had given such authority to men. As Yeshua passed by from there, he saw a man called Matityahu sitting at the tax collection office, and he said to him, Follow me. And he got up and followed him. As he sat in the house, behold, many tax collectors and sinners came and sat down with Yeshua and his disciples. When the Pharisees saw it, they said to his disciples, Why does your rabbi eat with tax collectors and sinners? When Yeshua heard it, he said to them, Those who are healthy have no need for a physician, but those who are sick do. But you go and learn what this means. I desire mercy and not sacrifice. For I came not to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Then the disciples of Yohanan came to him, saying, Why do we and the Pharisees fast often, but your disciples do not fast? Yeshua said to them, Can the friends of the bridegroom mourn as long as the bridegroom is with them? But the days will come when the bridegroom will be taken away from them, and then they will fast. No one puts a piece of unshrunk cloth on an old garment, for the patch would tear away from the garment, and a worse hole is made. Neither do people put new wine into old wineskins, or else the skins would burst, and the wine be spilt, and the skins ruined. But they put new wine into fresh wineskins, and both are preserved. While he told these things to them, behold, a ruler came and worshipped him, saying, My daughter has just died, but come and lay your hand on her, and she will live. Yeshua got up and followed him, as did his disciples, and behold, a woman who had a discharge of blood for twelve years came behind him and touched the tzitzit of his garment, for she said within herself, If I just touch his garment, I will be made well. But Yeshua turned around and seeing her said, Take heart, daughter, your faith has made you well. And the woman was made well from that hour. When Yeshua came into the ruler's house and saw the flute players and the crowd in noisy disorder, he said to them, Make room, because the girl is not dead, but sleeping. They were ridiculing him, but when the crowd was put out, he entered in, took her by the hand, and the girl arose. The report of this went out into all that land. 
As Yeshua passed by from there, two blind men followed him, calling out and saying, Have mercy on us, son of David. When he had come into the house, the blind men came to him, and Yeshua said to them, Do you believe that I am able to do this? They told him, Yes, Lord. Then he touched their eyes, saying, According to your faith, be it done to you. And their eyes were opened, and Yeshua strictly commanded them, saying, See that no one knows about this. But they went out and spread abroad his fame in all that land. As they went out, behold, a mute man who was demon-possessed was brought to him. When the demon was cast out, the mute man spoke. And the multitudes marveled, saying, Nothing like this has ever been seen in Israel. But the Pharisees said, By the prince of the demons he cast out demons. And Yeshua went about all the cities and the villages, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the good news of the kingdom, and healing every disease and every sickness among the people. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion for them, because they were harassed and scattered like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest indeed is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Pray, therefore, that the Lord of the harvest will send out laborers into his harvest. That was Matthew chapter 9. If you're reading through the Apostles twice this year, you'll be reading First Peter 4 today also. May you have a blessed day. I pray that the scriptures will be an encouragement to you as you go about your day today. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom from Israel. Until next time. Thank you.